Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. Can I get it? Oh, yeah. What's up, Enterprisers? Welcome to the Enterprise Now Live podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and transform business owners and entrepreneurs into success. That is what we do. We help folks launch, grow, and maximize. This week's winner of the first ever dance off was none other than Lisa Rabel of Rebel Girl Marketing. Now, if I have to lose a dance contest to anybody, I'm glad it was to Lisa. She had the dance moves this week. So congratulations, Lisa at Rebel Girl Marketing. And we had a double whammy this week. The winner of the best pitch, as well as the feature guest for this podcast, was none other than Rocky Lalvani. Rocky gave a ton of value during our conversation. So here it is. Check out my conversation with Rocky Lalvani. Rocky, can I get it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice, nice. So, first question, Rocky. What do you do for fun? What do I do for fun? Um, up until now, it was literally coaching my kids and everything they did. It was hanging out with them and getting to relive my childhood, doing it the way that I wanted to. So, it was fun. So, it was coaching soccer, coaching robotics, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, all the different fun things you get to do as a kid. And since I was in charge, I got to do it the way I wanted. Got it. So one of the, of the things that I always look for when I'm interviewing, especially on video, is I like to look behind people. Because if you look behind people and they have a lot of books behind them, that means one or two things, that they really just like to buy books or they're really, really smart. So what's your favorite book that you're reading right now? What's my favorite book that I'm reading right now? Or what's my favorite book? Well, I want to make it as hard on you as possible, Rocky. So what is your favorite book? I'm going to struggle with favorite book. And I'll tell you why. Because I think there are different books for different topics. So if you want to lose weight, it's for our body, right? You want to learn about permission marketing, Seth Godin. Um, you want to learn about mindset, Carol Dweck. She's amazing at mindset. Um, you want to be profitable, profit first. You want to start a new business, start from zero. I got a million books for a million topics. Well, Rocky, you really got me on that one. I did not <laughs> expect that answer. Oh. Here's one book that everyone should read. If you don't have a life plan, you need to read Living Forward 
a proven plan to stop drifting and get the life you want. Create your life plan. Once you have a life plan, life becomes easy. Got it. So let's see. This question is—I don't know if it's a question. It says I'm on chapter seven, prophet first. Rocky, excited to hear. So share, I guess, some insights or something that you gleaned from prophet first. So I am a prophet first certified advisor, and it was kind of shocking to me that business owners didn't understand the business of business. They don't look at their financials. They don't read their reports. They get them from their accountant. They eyes glaze over and they throw them in a pile. And part of it is by the time you get something from your accountant, it's so old. It's like running your business, looking in the rear view mirror. Who wants to do that? How much money do I have right now? And can I spend it? And one of the things that Profit First does is it allows you to know how much money you have right now and whether or not you can spend it. Because first off, profit was already saved. Your paycheck, your pay got taken out and taxes were covered. And so everything's done. So you get a true picture of your business and how much money you have right now in the moment. So you can make wise decisions. Want to hear something funny, Rocky? I was on the call with somebody who might also be on this call. And they were talking about if you hear a reference or a suggestion to a book, I think it was three times that was an indication that you should buy the book. So this would be that third time. So I'm thinking I should probably go ahead and grab that and gobble it up. So I recommend it. Where does your inspiration come from? You know, I just have this unending desire to figure things out. Like I'm a problem solver. If you don't show me a problem, I'll create one to solve. And so I'm always trying to figure things out. That's why I'm reading all the books. It's like, well, how do I figure out how to be healthy? How do I figure out how to make money? How do I figure out how to take the money I have grow? How do I figure out how to be happy? It's constant. Like, I don't know. I just have this insatiable desire of learning. It's always kind of been like that. Well, not when I was in school. I hated school. They don't teach you anything. So that's a whole different story. <laughs> Once I got free of that and had the freedom to learn what I loved, and part of that is so I can lead my kids, right? They're going to look up to me. They're not going to listen to what I say. They're going to listen to what I do. So I better be doing right. And on top of that, we knew we were going to be wealthy. And so we had to make sure that we did the right things so that our kids didn't turn out to be spoiled. So I'm an immigrant. And there's a saying in the immigrant community, the first generation works its butt off. The second generation gets propelled and has massive success. That's me. I came as a little kid. The third generation gets spoiled and they essentially blow it all. So I had to make sure I didn't screw up that third generation. So it's how do you do all the things you have to do and how do you lead and ensure that that happens? So I'm curious to know, you mentioned a little bit earlier in your answer that oftentimes business owners don't look at the numbers. They don't sometimes even care to know the numbers. Why do you think that is? A couple things. I have... One of my podcasts is about life beyond money. You got rich, now what? And one of the biggest things we talk about is money mindsets. The first question is, how did you grow up and how much did your school and parents talk to you, teach you about money? Well, you know what the answer is? Hardly any. Nobody's taught about money. I have an MBA. 
They didn't teach me about money. I have an economics degree. They didn't teach me about how to get rich, how to build wealth. But here you are told, go to school, 12 years of school, right? 13 years of school, go get a college degree, four more years. Maybe you go on an advanced thing. You're doing all of this to get rich and make money, but nobody taught you money. People are in the United States. People are, don't talk about money. Our immigrant family, we talked about money. We learned how to negotiate. We learned how not to be consumers. So I think there's a lot of fear and anxiety with money mindsets. And that was a big thing. Like I kept struggling with that. We live in a country of abundance. My parents came here because the streets are filled with gold. Why aren't there more millionaires? And so I learned that people didn't talk about money. I learned that there were these money mindsets and people really struggled with money. And so a lot of what I do is... I talk about money in an open way, in a non-judgmental way. Your net worth is not your self-worth. So some people, they want some money. They don't, you know, figure out your thermostat. I think we chase too much. So I think a lot of it is that we just, societally, it's bad to talk about money, but yet we all want to be rich. So you said a couple of things that piqued my interest in there. And I'm going to try again to weave this in. You said you knew that you were going to be wealthy. Talk about that in context of what your career path has covered and how you got to where you are today. So, as I said, we were immigrants. My parents came here with $25 and they started life over, but like they had done this already before. So they knew how to survive and thrive and do the, those types of things. And when I was a kid, you were always told you're going to be successful. And for whatever reason, as a kid, I just wanted to be a millionaire. So I would actually sit down and do the math and figure out how to do this. I got out of college and I did one thing. And that one thing was the key to my success. As soon as I started getting money in, I created all these accounts to put my savings into. So they had a 401k. I put money in the 401k. There was a company stock plan. I put money in there. There was a credit union. I put money in there. And then I had a brokerage account outside of that that my dad had given me. And so they would pull money out every month. And so I set up all these automated savings programs and I kept turning up the dial. You hear all these numbers, but the total amount in the beginning was probably a few hundred dollars, but I just kept turning up the dial. So as I started making more money, I just kept ratcheting up the dial and I would live on what was left. And I had fun living on what was left. So I did not make my money running a business. I did not make my money getting this big bonus or stock buyout. I just did it step-by-step step, a little bit at a time. And just, it's a simple proven path. Got it. Now, that is a really good segue to my next question. Are you a patience person? No, I'm extremely impatient. Now, help me understand the conflict there. So on one hand, you're saying you're not patient. But on the other hand, apparently you were because you were very methodical about how you set your accounts up and how you approached becoming a millionaire. So is there conflict there or how do you reconcile that? No, my struggle is I didn't know how to scale. The other thing is I didn't know how much money was out there to be made. Had I known what I could have done, I could have done 100x this. I just didn't know. So part of that, I think, was I grew up, this is how you save money. That's what I was taught. I wasn't taught how to turn up the ratchet on the earnings side. So had I known what I know now on the earnings side, I would have ratcheted that up. But I didn't know that. So it was ignorance. Got it. Now you mentioned automated. How much do you prioritize with respect to automation for business owners? 
so I teach a lot. You do teach backs for the kids and stuff. And I always ask one question, what's the difference between an entrepreneur and a business owner? And the answer is an entrepreneur uses systems. A business owner works in his business all day and slaves and wonder why he has no money at the end of the day most of the time, right? Because he hasn't let go. He hasn't created the systems. He hasn't done things to remove himself from the business. He's too busy working in the business instead of on the business. So I'm a systems person by nature. And as much as you can create systems, create systems. So along those same lines, I did have a working career, but I literally did the four-hour work week Tim Ferriss type of thing. Like, I'll take all your money and I'll enjoy life. You give me all these benefits. Let me go have fun with my kids and enjoy life. So that was my trade-off. I got to do everything I wanted. So that's why I was maybe a little more patient. Got it. So talk a little bit about that. You mentioned the difference between a business owner and an entrepreneur being systems. Is there some element of maturity there where you are self-aware and self-confident enough where you develop those systems so that you're not needed? I think so. I mean, first of all, you have to just even understand the concept. I don't think we teach the fact that you don't need to know how to do stuff, right? You just need to know who can do it for you. And I think a lot of times that's not taught. I don't remember. I have an MBA. They never taught me that. It was later when I started. So this book that I showed you, Start From Zero, this book is entirely about find a problem, find a solution, Put the problem and solution in the way together, make lots of money, but don't be part of either part of that, right? Go interview people. What's your problem? Hey, if I can fix that problem, will you give me money? Yes. Okay. Give me money. Hey, who can fix this problem? Okay. Go fix the problem. I'm going to give you a little money and I'm going to keep the rest of it. Nobody teaches that. Like this is genius in this book. That's a big fat golden nugget. I usually just call the regular golden nuggets just golden <laughs> nuggets, but that is a big, fat, giant, humongous golden nugget. Thank you so much for that. Do you have a book that you recommend business owners read in order to understand the systemization process? Yes. So we go back to profit first because profit first is literally systematizing your cash flow. And not only does it systematize it, it takes all the temptation away because literally what we do, and this is again, how I built wealth, we hide money from the business owner because y'all get shiny object syndrome. You want to spend all this money and this is a business. I should be able to spend what, you know, I got seven figures coming in. I can spend. No, you can't. You can't. This systematizes your entire cash flow so that money comes in, money gets saved. You get your paycheck. The government gets its money. Your bills get paid, everything flows appropriately, and we make sure that it works. So from a systems business, that's for the money side, it's a must read. Okay. Last question. So what do you reward yourself with for your success? Time. I value time over anything else. I don't squish my day up. Like I don't have back-to-backs. I take a couple hours in the morning to go to the gym, to read, to get settled, to have time with the family. That to me is the most precious thing in the world. If you don't have time, you're screwed. <laughs> Got it. Thank you so much, Rocky. That was a uh, fantastic, a lot of great information and I got value out of it. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. 
Enterprisers, if you got value from that awesome conversation, let the world know by subscribing to the email list and leaving a review on your favorite podcast app. That helps us know that we're bringing you golden nugget field conversations with the most inspirational business owners. Reach out at podcast at enterprisenow.net with any feedback or questions for me or any of my guests. Thanks again, folks, and we'll talk with you guys next time. What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email, mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.